Yeah. You know what? It never gets old. Hearing the music, knowing that we're starting the show. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. It never gets old, man. I love this. Love what I do. Hey, it's BT with Tales from the Gemini. Uh, Felon Fox. Uh, from El Paso with uh, with, the, with the track. And so thank you guys for coming on, man. I'm so excited again. I, I, like I said, I'm just getting over COVID. And man, it makes me appreciate this, uh, what I'm doing so much more. So um, so thank you guys for coming in today. Our guest is going to be Daniela Bao. It's going to be the first time that uh, we've had, I've had siblings on the show, uh, relatives basically on the show. So this is a first, man. We're, we're doing a first, Malik. We're doing a first. How great is that? So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, we're going to talk about women in motorsports, which I think is very important. I think uh, the month, this month is like, is like the, is the month of the woman. Is that it? Yeah, it's National Women's Month. Yeah, Nas- thanks, man. National Women's Month. Yeah, so it's like, I, it's kind of apropos that I, you know, I had um, had my friend Vanessa on, Vanessa Carlotta, Vanessa Guerrera on uh, last week, and now I have, have uh, Didi Bao on. We're talking about women in motorsports. And I think it's important because it's like, I've never experienced anything bad in a paddock at all, but it's like, you know, you just... Um, you want to see more, I like to see more people of color and more women in positions of power in motorsports. I think it'd be great because if you don't see it, you don't think it's accessible. And it and that sounds like, like it doesn't make sense, but it does. Like, like, you know, like, honestly, like if, if you're, <laughs> I think if you're black, you go, yeah, basketball, this is what we do. Cause you pass by your playground and you see, you know, everybody playing basically. But if you don't see anybody, say if you're Asian, though, and you pass the basketball court, and you, see, and you don't see an Asian playing, would you think like, ah, it's not our sport? Well, it could be because it's for everybody. But if you don't see that same, if you don't see you out there, it makes it like, eh, you're kind of apprehensive. So, you know, I hope that makes sense to everybody. I hope so. So we're going to talk to Dee Dee Bao and what she's doing in motorsports and helping women in motorsports. And and uh, it's going to be an interesting talk. I can't wait, actually, man. I kind of, I kind of, I was a little sweet on her, I think. I, no, I mean, I mean, I think, I, I think I've been sweet on every woman I've had. It makes me sound like a creep, but I've got a little sweet on her. You know what I mean? There she is, Daniela. How are you, baby? I'm good. How are you? You, I'm doing great. You look beautiful as always. How are you? Thank you. You are too kind to me. No, no, no. It's the truth, though. To keep up, eh? So, so, trying. Do you look? I'm honestly, you look great. You look beautiful. It's been a while, though. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. When was the last time that I saw you? I think. Oh my, it's been a long. It's been at least two years. I mean, for viewers who don't know, everybody knows when I go to MotoGP, the first thing I do. I mean, the first thing I do when I go to MotoGP is I go to Alpine Stars Hospitality, and I don't know how long it's been. But I walked in and I I get a hey bonjour and I'm like hey and and, and it's like hey would you like a, a you know a cappuccino or something and I was like okay and then it was a friendship born and it, and one thing about Alpine Stars it was I never felt like I was just somebody coming through you always made me feel so welcome and and on my end on my end I always felt kind of sexist in a way because. I didn't realize that you actually rode motorcycle, that you were actually into motorsports. And that was my, like, I, I felt bad. And I'm going to say it right now. I felt bad that I just didn't, it didn't correlate. That. I thought you were just doing your job. And it turns out that you are really, really into motorsports. And, and I was telling my viewers, this is the first time I've ever had two siblings on the show. I've had your sister on the show, Steffi Bow. Yeah. Steffi Bow, who was a motocross champion, one of the first women to actually qualify for the, the main event in a supercross race. And incredible. I had her on. Her story is incredible. And this is her sister who introduced me to her. And it's like I, I didn't correlate that until now. And I feel like an ass that I didn't, you know, put you there. And it's like, so I want to apologize for that. And now yeah. you and now you are a big thing in motorsports now. So how did you how did the passion in motorsports happen for you? All right. So as you mentioned, my sister, she started when she was very young she was like four so when I was born she was already racing so my mom didn't have any other choice than take me <laughs> to the races every time so I end up I end up just uh, you know being on motocross tracks and uh, and be around motorcycles for my entire life and then after that she moves to the she moved to the U.S. and uh, and what I did was just following her um 
in the supercross races, but also in the women races that she did around um, USA. And I was 13 the first time I landed in uh, in the US in Nashville for the Loretta Link. So really, yeah, oh. yeah I remember this like I don't know, like it was yesterday. So. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then, you know, in my family, we, we just watched F1 and MotoGP and motocross. And actually, I come from a family that is very passionate about uh, sport. If you talk to my aunt, she knows everybody in the NBA, in uh, baseball, in everything. It's just like, okay, oh, I know, the, I don't know this guy. Let me ask my aunt. And she knows. She knows everybody. So, well, telling you the truth, when I was 20, I was going to soccer matches, Milan, in, in, um, in, uh, in Milan, in the Milan stadium. Yeah. And I was following that as well. So, yeah, I'm very passionate about um, motorsport, but also the sport world. So, oh, now, were, yeah. you, were, you, were you ever an athlete? Uh, did you ever do any sports yourself? Okay, well, what I do is actually um, less exciting. I just run a little bit. Uh -huh. I do yoga. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, but yeah, I like to follow the race. I did try to uh, ride a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> I did try. And, and of course, my sister was the teacher. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, but telling you the truth, I, I don't have that talent. <laughs> so I just like to watch and... Um, yeah, be on the outside. So, yeah. so, so never any. You never like uh, did any organized sports. You never played any soccer or or anything like that. No, I was I was actually a ballerina when I was young. Till Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, when I was like uh, till my fifteen, I think, and then and then I stopped because. Yeah, my interest just changed. So. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped, but yeah, I like I like to dance a lot. Yeah. Well, tell I me, do. what is it about the Italians and passion? Because when it comes to food, whenever I go to Europe, whenever I go to Europe, and I've been to Spain more than any other country, I always eat Italian food. When, anytime I go to Europe, I always eat Italian food. If I was in Germany, I ate Mexican food, which is weird. But, but, <laughs> but, but it's something about, what is it about Italy when it comes to passion? Because you, you have the, the best art. You have the best art, the best architecture. And when it comes to fashion, no one is better than Italians when it comes to fashion. And, and when it comes to food, when it comes to, and I said the most beautiful bikes in the world are in Via Augusta and Ducatis. So what is it about the Italians and passion. Can you explain that to people who don't know? Well, I, I, I think you already explained it all. I mean, that's what we are. I mean, when we do something, whatever, whatever we do is, is all about passion. You can see even like, um, um, just a person that does, I don't know, furniture, like here outside in the little town. <laughs> just put a lot of passion on what they do and it's just amazing this is how we are i mean uh, it's just i think inside us this is what it means to be italian just like when we make pizza it's, <laughs> it's not only about the ingredients but it's also about passion. <laughs> you know i think that was my first love with, it, with italians it was pizza i was like man i gotta yeah. go to this country because this is delicious pizza is probably one of the greatest foods ever made yeah, and what about cappuccino? Oh my! Honestly, oh, yeah. honestly, because of going to Europe and because because Italy was the first place I've gone to in Europe. It was Bologna. That's the first place that I went was Bologna, and I just remember for some reason now, whenever I go to Europe, I get a meal and I always get a cappuccino after the meal, and that was because I was in, in I, because I was in Europe and because oh, of yes. Italy. So oh, yes. which make sure that you put sugar in. It. <laughs> oh, always. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you don't, people who don't know, they know. I put about no less than a, probably a pound of sugar and and, yeah. and this much and this much of a cappuccino all because so you guys know me and that's the beauty of it man I love but okay here's the negative part and I'm I'm asking because I don't know but from what I've heard what, what makes the Italians so difficult to deal with business wise because whenever I take my Ducati, whenever I take my Ducati in they go and I talk to those guys and I go and they go man dealing with the Italians and I go what is it and they go ah and they never tell me but what is it about the Italians in business and I've heard this and I've heard this from everybody so I want you to explain to me what is it why why is it why are Italians so difficult to deal with business wise 
Ooh, this is a, a big question. Um, <laughs> let me think about it. I don't know. I think it's uh, it's it's related to the passion that we talked about. Yes. I guess. I mean, uh, we are so passionate about stuff that we don't let it go. Probably <laughs> that's what it is. So so then sometimes it's hard because we we, we are stubborn and uh, we know what what it takes to make it right. At least what we what we know how to do, like pizza, for example. So we don't accept anybody else advice. I guess. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Well, that sounds yeah. like that sounds like every girl I've ever dated. That's what it sounds like. Oh yeah. <laughs> imagine imagine how it is to to date an Italian girl then. Oh whoa! Is, is that an invitation? Is that an invitation? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just. I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want to get you in trouble. No, so. you are making me become red. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Let's get to the, the meat of the thing. We, you know, we, the reason you're on is because we want to talk about women in motorsports, which is, yeah. which is honestly, which is something I love because I love the fact, and I've always said this. I've never had a negative experience in the paddock. Everybody's been always so great to me, always. But I always love to see a person of color in the in, in the pad. That's why I loved Franco. You know, uh, I had him on the show, and that's why I loved him because you know, and he even he said he never had a negative experience. But I love seeing somebody like of color because it was something we could relate to. Because if you don't see it, then I think it makes people go apprehensive to embrace that sport. But if you do see, it, it's like okay, and then it's more welcoming. So for you with uh, motorsports, like like do, do you want to get more women involved in motorsports, and if so, how? Yeah, that's that's uh, what I I am telling you the truth. I mean that I think that women women deserve more space in motorsport, but generally in sport, and uh, that's what I'm fighting for as well. Uh, me in my mm, small world, I'm I'm working with an athlete management uh, agency, uh, which is. I think uh, one of the best, at least in, mo- in motocross. And um, what's the name of the agency? What's, what's the name of the agency? What did you say? Sorry. Uh, the name of the agency. What's the name of the agency? Oh, the agency is Neox Management. Okay. And um, and telling you the truth, my dream is to see more athlete manager as women into the motorsport world. Because have you ever seen an athlete manager as a woman? No, it's always a man. It's always somebody next to the riders or uh, the drivers but it's always a man so that's what i am as well i mean i think we deserve more space in that and in, in the motorsport world and uh, i i would like to encourage women to try and be more into it even even as engineering okay uh, so engineers so yes uh, that's what i would like to do that's i would what who i would like to help is uh, to develop the women's side of the motorsport, yeah. So, like, okay, now with that management company, what do you do for the uh, for that management company exactly? Like, what is your uh, specific role? Okay, what I do is uh, I I work next to uh, Alberto Martinelli, who is the manager of Tony Cairoli, and uh, they have yeah they have many other uh, riders in it. And uh, what I do is help him. Uh, in uh, in the athlete management uh, side of things, but also in the business development side of things. So, yeah, um, I work with uh, with him, and uh, I always have to like work with big companies as well, but also uh, riders and athletes. So it, it's a very good good thing, and I, I really like it. Now, now, would you like to be a, ma- a manager yourself, though, of an athlete? Yeah. Are, yeah. are, are you are are you are you working towards that? Are you working towards that? Yes, I am. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and I would like maybe one day to to do that. Yeah. My, now, what would now what would the hurdles be as a woman doing that? As opposed to a man, because I mean, I'm asking just from like, I I don't know and I don't know that world deep. So I'm asking just, you know, without trying to offend you and not talk down. But like, how would it be different if you're a woman in in that field trying to be a woman manager in motorsports? And we know it's predominantly male driven. And how do you get to that level and get and still, you know, maintain the respect or get the respect from the people in that field? Okay, so I, I never experienced the, um, no respect mm-hmm. in the field, telling yeah. you the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always been respected by 
by men and by women into the in the paddock. But uh, I think that because of how it was and how it has been, uh, it's difficult to find women in that. I think the challenge is just that um, women should try to push themselves more into this and try to uh, not see it as a man job, right. but just try and do it. Because I think there is a space there. I don't think there is anybody that is pushing away women or trying not to make them, you know, great or succeed. But I think we all together need to work and try to, you know, um, establish ourselves into the field. That's what I think we, we should do. And do you have like women uh, like maybe come up to you or maybe little girls or whatever uh, come up to you like, wow, I would like to get into this or, or, or how can you, how can you recruit them into like the management side, you know, to let them know that, Hey, you can do this because if they, like I say, if they don't see it, then they don't realize it's, it's, it's achievable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you. And I think the best thing to do is, uh, as you said, to encourage them. So when I see a young girl doing something, mm -hmm. like even my little cousin that um, does gymnastic, yeah. I'm always like, hey, you should go for it. You should do it. If that's your passion, you should do it. And no matter if you are a woman and you don't see the, the side of it in the sport because it's difficult compared to a man. You should do it because you have the power. So I always try to encourage uh, little girls as well, starting from my, my family. Right, um, right. Yeah, to do what they like. And if they really like it and if it's a sport, they should do it. So, yeah. And yeah, that's that's what I do. That's what I try to do every time. Now, do you guys have do you guys have female uh, athletes on your roster? Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. We have uh, this girl. Uh, her name is uh, Elisa Balsamo. Okay. And she's um, a cyclist. Okay. So she's a young girl, and she's very good. She's for me. She's a talent, and uh, I really hope she she can succeed. Okay. Yeah. And it, it's it's very good to to work with with a woman because you always you you also see the woman's side of yes. things you know and and that's and that's great because you can also talk about i don't know um the way you want to uh, dress or makeup or all this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, well, it's, 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 the yeah. it's the familiarity, you know, I think. I think it, yeah. by having a woman in that, and does she have a woman manager? Is her, is her manager a woman? Well, we, we are, the management company is uh, New, York's, um, New York's management for her now. <clears throat> so we are doing this for her. We are, we are on that side Okay. Now. So, so, yeah, it would help. I think it would help athletes when they see a woman there because I think it would put them more at ease. Like, okay, somebody understands what I'm going through. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and yeah. I just think as the world hopefully evolves, you know, that they, they see that. It's it's like, OK, instead of going, that's oh, just a woman being a woman. It's like, no, they do have specific uh, issues that maybe a man doesn't have. I mean, even just yesterday. And I'm saying this is that, you know, we have the NCAA basketball tournament here that's going on. And the, the controversy there is, OK, they're showing the weight rooms, but uh, for the men and the women and for the men. Right. They show all these this big weights. And for the women, they have this one little corner and there's weights and that is wrong. And they're trying to correct it. So it's those little things that they don't see that maybe you see. You know, what I mean, like now, what do you, what would, what do you see like in the difference between how they treat a woman athlete as opposed to the men athletes? Or do you see a difference? Um. I see a difference. I see that is uh, because I, I think it's because of culture and how the sport work has been uh, followed now that uh, it's difficult for especially some sports to include women. But right. I think that women has, have the same potential as, as men to, to succeed, maybe in a different way, but uh, they should have the opportunity from the beginning. Of course. While Sometimes it's difficult to see that it's uh, for for a sport that are male dominated. It's it's still a bit difficult to to include women. But I think 
things are moving and we are going in the right direction. Now, how about, now how about endorsements? Like, why is it harder for women to get endorsements as opposed to the men? Because, I mean, you see it all the time, like in MotoGP or, 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 you know, or MXG or Motocross GP, where, I mean, it, do men have better opportunities in, uh, like I said, endorsements than women do? I think it's not uh, a matter of opportunity. I think it's more how it has been till now. So we need to try to change that. We need to try to give the same opportunity to both. Even if uh, I also think that, like on the motocross side, I think that um, uh, there is the physical aspect to take into consideration. Right. So uh, it's quite difficult for a woman to compete um, at the same level uh, as the man. Uh, but I think that the opportunity still should be there. And uh, you never know. There can be a woman that can be a man, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you never know. So I think, yes, I think there should be opportunities open to everybody. And uh, not only women, but I'm talking about everything. Like uh, even, as you said at the beginning, black people or, uh, I don't know, diverse people, whoever it is. There should be an inclusion well, but in everything. But that's what I love about you and your sister is that it's not just women. It's like you say, it's everybody. Because what you guys did for Tanya Muzunda was I, I that really touched me because she really put, her, I mean, her, a helping hand on her. And that's putting put it lightly and taking her under her wing and being the reason that she moved to the United States and she can follow that dream. And, and she found her in Africa. And, I, and that story was funny in itself. How she saw the email thinking, yeah, I'm not falling for that. And then she realized that this woman is real and she wouldn't help her. So that's what I love about you, too, is that you, it's not just women. It's you want the diversity of the of, of the entire sporting world. And I love that about you. Now, how now now this is what I don't know. And maybe you could help me because I know Kiera. Uh, is it fun, fun, oh, how, What's the last name? Uh, the, the motocross champion. What's her name? Yes. OK. So. So does she get the same opportunity in endorsements that, say, a Tony Corolla would 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 get or or has she? Because I don't know how it is overseas. So so was she is she selling products to help her or does she does she get the same opportunity? Because she's just as much a champion as he is. You know, I mean, she's a champion. So does she get the same opportunities that he does? Or, or I don't know. Does she or or is it different over there? I think it's still a bit different because, as I said to you, um, even if it has changed a bit, uh, I think that it's still a bit different because motocross, for example, is still a very male-dominated sport. Right. So um, it's it's hard to to get the same um, endorsement as you said mm. um, for both women and men I think things are changing and I think that um, there is a possibility that they will be kind of equal but I think it's also a matter of culture so so yeah it needs time we don't we just not need to stop we need to keep going of course or people or Steffi or people that are willing to do this in a professional way and and step up for themselves. But 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 does but does she have any endorsement deals at all? Do you know? I mean, is she trying to is she selling products at all? I mean, I, I don't know these. I mean, I don't know these things. I mean, does she have like a deal to sell? I mean, I don't know, like uh, her line of motocross helmets or or whatever there is. I mean, does is she or does she have endorsement deals? I think she she she. Uh, I can't talk in a in a specific way because I don't know really. Right. But I think she has. Uh, she would have the possibility to do it because at the end of the day, she she won a lot of championships. So yes. why not? Yes. Yeah. Like I said, she's just yeah. as successful as any man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in that sense, the world is changing because I think that even companies are trying to see that and trying to, to see the value of the diversity. So I'm trying to push for that. So I think the world is changing in that sense. Okay. And I hope it's 
Yeah. Now let's talk about, you know, I, I hate to talk about, it, but, but it is there because, uh, with Sharni Penfold and a couple other riders, you know, she was one of the ones uh, from Australia and she was trying to follow the dream of being a motorcycle racer. And because of sexual harassment or whatever, you know, she, she, you know, decided to, to get away, to step away from the sport. And I, I really want her on to hear her side of the story, but have you seen that? And do you know about that story? And have, have you ever experienced maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, sexual harassment or being um, maybe kind of no kind of where uh, you're being taken advantage of because you're a woman. Have you experienced that or seen that in the paddock? Well, telling you the truth, this can happen every day in every situation of life. It's not about motorsport or only about sport. Right. What I can say is that, as I said, for me, in my experience, I was always respected. Okay. So I, I never experienced something like that. I, I tried to put myself in a way that I, mm, I can't let people not respect me. You know what I mean? Yes. So yes. I, I, this is another thing. We shouldn't be afraid of any situation. We should just, you know, go around with our heads up. And, um, and just face the situation. So it's even that sometimes women are scared and, uh, and, and people just take advantage of that situation. So we, we really need to be um, also uh, strong and, and understand that we are not less than anybody else just because we are women. So that's, that's a, a thing that I think every woman, every girl should keep in mind that the value and uh, the personality and uh, the body and everything is just the same. And it's, uh, it, it, it has the same value as other people. It's not less. So that's what we have to keep in mind. But back to your question, no, I never experienced something like that in the paddock. So, um, I, yeah, I, I never saw something like that. No, so... I, I hope it will not, never happen because yeah. Yeah. it's a very bad thing and uh, I don't think it should be there. I also think that, as I said, it's a matter of culture. So it needs integration, okay? It needs, it, it needs people to understand also from the men's side that we, we, we are respect, we, we should be respected. So, well, I can attest to the fact that, yeah, when you come in, it's like you're nice, but there is a level of respect when I was like, oh, my God, this lady. I mean, it was like, yeah, I definitely respected you. And, and I was like, OK. And, but it was, you know, there was like a hey. <laughs> so, OK. So in your in your field and you're around a lot of and you don't you have to name any names, no name, no names. But have you ever been uh, have you ever been uh, hit on by a rider before or like, hey, would you like to go out or any rider ever been like, hey, would you like to uh uh, take a ride on the back of my bike. <laughs> has, it, has that ever happened? Have you ever been approached by a rider? I mean, not in a disrespectful way, but just kind of like, a, hey, would you? Well, I'll tell you what. When I was when I was very young and I was following my sister, uh, I actually had a boyfriend. He was a rider. So oh, you did? Was yeah. <laughs> was he a famous rider? Was he a famous rider? Uh, he was um, racing in the Supercross. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> do I know him? Do I know him? Do I know him? I don't know. Yeah, I had a boyfriend back then. I was, I was what, 16 or 17? Okay. So, okay. So, yeah, it happened. But it was, it was actually a good thing. I was so in love. And unfortunately, <laughs> we were too far away. He was in San Francisco. I was in Milan. So... No way it could work, but oh. yeah, I'm still in touch with him, and he has his family, and it's good. It's nice that we we are still in touch. But yeah, I mean, th those are, are things that can happen. You know, you, you can always, I mean, uh, meet somebody that you like, no matter <laughs> if he's a writer or whoever, or whoever. Well, you worked in, well, you worked in Alpine Stars. Was there ever like a a rider that came through that was like, hey? Uh, would you like to, uh, I don't know, uh, would you like a set of gloves? Really. I mean, I mean I, I'm too old for that. No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. You, honestly, you, I'm, not, I'm not even going to ask your age, but you always look 23, 24. I'm not even going yeah, to right. ask. No, you do. I'm not going to ask your age at all, but yeah. You, yeah, I'm not going to say it, but... Uh, 
a little bit more than that. No, stop it. Stop it. So, so, so nobody. So when you were working with Alpine Stars, not one rider approached you and was like, hey, uh, you know, the race is going to be over around 4, and I get through my debriefs around 5.30. You know, you want to go get something to drink uh, around 7? <laughs> No. <laughs> you're gonna, you're, you're, <laughs> you ride it, right? You ride motorcycles. I ride motorcycles, but not like that. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's great. That's great. I love it. Okay, so okay, so let's go more with motorsport. Like, what would you like to see? yourself in about five years with women in motorsports what would you what would you like to see the changes in the sport with women in motorsports say in the next five years what would you like to see it uh in the next five years i would like to see more women involved but in every in every aspect of the motorsport so being a rider being a driver but also being a mechanic or uh, oh yes i you know what it's funny you say that i've never seen that i've never seen a woman mechanic I've never and I, and I never thought about that. Wow. I mean, it sounds like nothing. But why wouldn't I see that? I mean, honestly, you know, I've seen and I love her to death is, is I've you know, uh, from MV Augusta, uh, my girl from MV Augusta, uh, uh, the uh, German girl. I had her on the show. You know, what I'm talking about uh, uh, God, from Germany runs the MV Augusta, the forward racing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? I, yeah. Okay. I don't. I know. I know you're talking. Yeah. I. I. I love what she does, and she's. I. Yeah. Uh, 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 Milena. Milena. That's it. Milena. Yeah. Yeah, I yes. honestly, I love her for what she does. I've seen. I mean, I've seen her work. Yeah. I've been in her garage, and I just. It's. I have so much respect for her. I love watching her work, and but I've never seen a mechanic, and that is something I just never thought about. That like, do you think like there there's got to be women mechanics out there? Do you think there are? And and how would you yeah. find them? And how would you encourage them to get into that level of motorcycle racing? And and, and to think that they can and could achieve levels of of, of that. Oh yeah, I definitely think that uh, every woman can, every woman can do that. What I saw some articles talking about women as like uh, part of the mechanic and engineering stuff uh, in the in the F one paddock. So I think that is is changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we should do to have more women is just to push for it and make and spread the word. So make people understand that women and girls understand that they can start from the school and they can achieve that. They can be a mechanic, a race mechanic if they want to. I don't think there is any limit for that. We just need to, we just need to push the message. But how, and, do, uh, how, how do you push the message or how do you get that out? Like how, how do you recruit that? How do you get it and show girls at, a, at an early age? I think it helps to swim at an early age, you know what I mean? Before they get to that age where then it's all about something else and they get, you know, yeah. interest. Because once they get to yeah. teenagers, it's, it's something else. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you get, how do you implement that into that culture? I think it should start from schools, telling you the truth. So schools should see the potential of, of people, uh, no matter if they are men or women, and and decide for that and say, hey, you are very passionate about this. You are very good at the mechanical level of an engine or anything, or you're very passionate about riding your scooter coming <laughs> to school. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Why don't you try to do this? So I think it should start, as you said, at a very like uh, young age. So schools and parents should should push for it. Should really see what uh, women can be about, yeah. not only the you know cliche, and then and then go for it and try to push for it. Yeah. That there's more than just a brawly girl. There's more than just umbrella girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you were you ever an umbrella girl? Were you ever an umbrella girl? Never. No. Never done that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just ask because you never know. Because you know what, we say that, and and it initially it might sound sexist initially, but people have started out as that, and they like Melena was the same way. She was a model and was an umbrella girl, and look where she went. You know what I mean? So you get that foot in the door. No matter how you get that foot in the door, and you go from there, and you know, and sometimes you have to, and it's almost like this, the old saying here: sometimes you do what you have to do to get to do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it sounds bad sometimes, like being an umbrella girl, but if you have a good head on your shoulders, like okay, I'll- 
the bad thing. I think that anybody has to do what they feel. I mean, and uh, if that's what you feel because you're young and you're beautiful, and as, as far as you're respected, it's good. I mean, it's not, it's not a bad thing. I don't see it as a bad thing. I never uh, consider it because uh, it's not me. Yeah. Like, uh, why? Be why is center that? Of the show and just show myself like that. It's just, <laughs> no. I'd rather be uh, in the hospitality and talk to people or be an athlete manager more than doing that. So that's well, who I am. Well, you say that. I could be girl, no? <laughs> <laughs> but you say that, but I saw you on stage with a band in San Francisco and I saw that and I was like, you could do that. Don't act yeah. like you couldn't yeah that was a fun little clip where you behind the guy yeah. and you i like that okay. clip that was oh, good yeah. so it was it was actually in london oh was it it was in london he invited me he's a singer and he invited me on the stage and he tried to play and i was just like yeah let's do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's, that was kind of limited yeah that. <laughs> so, i love yeah. it i love it yeah. man so tell me the difference between the two cultures between uh italy and the united states hmm. huh. that's a big question about in, in what though and in everything? yeah and everything like what do you see the differences between the two countries I mean, obviously, you're tied to Italy. I mean, that's, that's your home country. That's your heart. But what do you see the difference? Yeah. Maybe in attitude, maybe in attitudes uh, toward maybe women in general, or just added, or just what do you notice generally? Like, what's the difference between Italy and the United States just in general? Okay, so uh, I think that um, in uh, I think that United States are a bit more open to to the diversity and to even because of the uh, population you know there are there are a lot of black people in in america while in italy not so many like it, there are few black people in italy and uh, so that's that's a bit of a um, bad thing if i might say about my country because i think we should be more open towards uh, the diversity I think that this is changing. It is with the new generations. New generations are uh, understanding this, but um, we're a small country, and uh, there is not like uh, we we are not very like technological or very you know. Right. We, we we are passionate about little stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Like the cappuccino, but <laughs> so, yeah. But I, th I think the young generations are uh, are really the future, and uh, things are moving. And uh, with the fact that w we have now the possibility to connect with the world, yes, yes, um, that that's a good thing. That's that's how people understand that there is a world outside Italy, and we should include it instead of exclude it. Right. And uh, about America, I think that uh, it's a bit different because it's more a mixed culture country. Okay, yeah. Well, so definitely. Yes, definitely. It's definitely a melting pot. Food. If you come to Italy, you <laughs> struggle yeah. to find different food. <laughs> yeah. 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 That unless is... <laughs> yeah, unless you go to Milan or Rome or different uh, cities, you know. While in America, you can find Italian food, Thai food, Mexican food, whatever in every part of, of America. So it, it's a different mix of culture, I think. So yeah. it's also history, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, Italy is, I mean, the uh, uh, Roman emperor, you know? <laughs> this is where we come from. Right. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it's just a totally different thing. But I think that um, really young generation are, are trying to do this even in america and and this is great this is a global thing so okay how about men wise i think you've dated both so how are how are the men different how are, how are italian men and american men different dating wise dating wise Ooh, okay so okay i tell you what i want to hear this you know that my ex uh, boyfriend was English, right? You know that. Uh, I know. I would. I was not going to mention that because I was trying to be respectful to both people, both parties, and I know your boyfriend. And but I was, but I kept it. So you're the one that bought it up, just so he knows yeah, yeah. she bought it up. It's my, it's my fault. And <laughs> so he is English, right? And I said after him, I said, 
No, <laughs> never an Italian guy again. No matter what, I'm losing him, but I'm not dating an Italian guy. And you look what I ended up with an Italian guy. It's, and then and then it was just a um, like a, a short relationship, but I ended up with an Italian guy, and I was just like. Oh my god it's not me am i really dating an italian guy no they, they are good i mean okay a lot of passion as i said to you just now i'm a very open-minded person yes. so it's difficult to find a, uh, in italy a person that is really open-minded uh Many people don't travel and uh, just, you know, just uh, grow up and live here and uh, and have that standard kind of life. And that's not me. This is why I I I struggle sometimes with uh, with Italians. But, but hey, I don't get you. I hope I don't, as well. I hope I don't get you in but, trouble. I hope I don't get you in trouble. I might get you in trouble. Yeah, yeah, Emma. Yeah. Generalize. I may end up marrying an Italian guy. So. Oh, we'll you, if you say marry, then you must be really deep in love or whatever. That's nice. No, I'm not. I'm actually single right now. Oh, but, oh really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, let me just make this. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. We, we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think that is great. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you another question, which is which is very is very serious question. So hope you're ready for it. Uh, how many pairs of shoes do you have? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. I hear when you travel, you have a bag just for shoes alone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that info comes from my sister. <laughs> You know why? Because I used to go to the U.S. Uh, where she lives and bring a bag of just shoes. <laughs> so this is why it comes from her. But yeah, yeah, I, I am I, I'm in love with shoes. So whenever I feel depressed or I feel sad or upset or whatever, I go and buy a pair of shoes. So that that is what makes me happy. And about the number, I guess we're around 200. 200 pairs of shoes. 200 pairs of shoes. Yeah, I think that's the right number. Fashion is your passion. I think that's what you said on your Pinterest. Fashion is your yeah, 200 pairs. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so the way. Fashion is so, what? So, both of them. It's just amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. So, so, the way to your heart basically is just uh, buy you a pair of shoes or take you to uh, uh, shoe shopping. And I think that's the way to your heart. You know, you know what? Now I tell you something that is shocking. I don't like shopping. How do you like shoes? How do you have 200 pairs of shoes, but you don't like shopping? Oh, I go online and I buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never go to like a, a shop or a mall or something like that. It's a waste of fun for me. I'd rather uh, watch a race on TV than do that. So. Really? You really watch a race on TV? Okay. I just go online and it gets me a headache i don't know why <laughs> so, i'm just like you know what i just buy it online and it comes to the door. okay well i'll tell you what let's do yeah. some let's do some one word answers here one word answers okay one word i don't want i don't want an essay i want one word answers okay okay if you had a choice between a new pair of shoes or a new pair of motocross boots what would you go with Motocross boots or shoes? Shoes. Ah! Okay. Okay. F, F1 or MotoGP? Ah, this is a tough one. Uh, <laughs> MotoGP. Okay. MotoGP or Motocross GP? Motocross. Really? Oh, Yes. What is it about your love for motocross GP? Like, what is it about? It's, it's the adrenaline. It's the fact that you're there, watch the race, and you're just like, how can these people do that? How can they be so fast? How can they jump that high? How can they do all that? And since I know um, how much effort you have to put in it to yeah. do it, like they do it, it's just like, wow. You know, I'm not saying that MotoGP is not like that. It, it's 
it's the same, right. obviously. Right. But to me, for my background, seeing people like that with that talent, I can recognize the talent, you know what I mean? Yeah. More than MotoGP. And, and for me, and the adrenaline of watching a motocross race, especially live, it's just like, oh, wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the best Italian brand car. So the be- you, you mean the brand? brand? You want to know a brand? Yes. Porsche. P- Porsche? Really? Are you yeah. serious? I didn't say Lamborghini. I know. Oh my god. That's what it is, though. For some reason, a Ferrari. I've always wanted a Ferrari. I always wanted. Well, a- I-, I would like a Ferrari too if you want to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to just give you a Ferrari, okay. Well, if I gave you yeah. a Ferrari, then we'd have to go out um, and get some pizza and maybe uh, watch a race. I can make pizza for a Ferrari. Yeah? <laughs> I can make pizza myself. <laughs> I can do it for you with my hands. Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, that's a deal. Greatest, yeah. the greatest motocross GP racer of all time. Greatest motocross GP racer of all time. I really like the motocross of nation. Okay. So I guess one of the last that I uh, really liked was the MX one in Majora. Okay. In 2016, yeah, but you know the the best for me was, I mean, look, uh, watch my sister racing. So okay. it was a it was a bit uh, a mix of emotions because right. I was like with all my fingers crossed and my eyes closed when when she was at the start because when I was very very little she she got hurt at the start. Yeah. So it was a trauma for me. So, but, but at the end of the day, I miss those times. Yeah. So much. Okay. So so who's the best, who's the best uh, motocross GP racer of all time? Motocross GP racer of all time. Uh, Your sister excluded. Your sister excluded. Tony Cairoli. Tony Cairoli. Okay. Is it because he's Italian or just because he's the best? To me, he's the best. Okay. And what makes him great to you? What makes him great to you? Everything. He, I, I think he's the champion in the track and outside the track. So that's what makes him great because he is not only talent. It's not only that he's fast or he can win races, but he also is also um, he also knows how to to be a racer and to be in front of fans, in front of people, and uh, and that's what makes it a champion. Okay. So, Okay. Yeah. Greatest MotoGP racer of all time, in your opinion. Your opinion. Your opinion. Nobody else is just yours. And you don't have to go way back. It can be recent. But in your opinion, the greatest MotoGP racer of all time. This is a hard one. Well, that's what Very I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. I, I asked the tough questions, baby. I asked the tough questions, baby. You wanted to be on the show. This is what you get from me. I don't throw softballs, baby. I throw the fastballs. <laughs> Okay, do I have to do I have to reply emotionally or do I have to reply uh, uh, because of the facts? So how how do you want my reply? I want emotion because you're Italian, so I want the passion. You're Italian. I want that Italian passion. For me, it's uh, Danny Pedrosa. Are you serious? Yes. Danny Pedrosa. I never would have thought that. Holy mo. Okay, why? 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 Give me a why. Give me a why. Uh, well, because for me, he has a great talent, but it, for what I know, he's, always, he's also a, a great person. So that he, he really me, is. He, he really that is. That makes him him. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm not saying that the other ones are not great persons. I know. Person, I know. But yeah. So it's a mix that for me makes a champion. So, yeah. <laughs> you surprised me with that one. I didn't see that one. Seriously, I did not see that one coming. You surprised? You surprised? 
thinking? You surprised me with two of them. I, I thought for sure Rossi was coming out. I really thought, because I thought, Italian, you, you said Caroli for, uh, you know, GP, for mo- motocross GP. I go, well, it's got to be Rossi. He's Italian, blah, blah, blah. He's, uh, you know, he basically put Italy back on the map. And re- and for you to say Pedrosa, wow, you're full of surprises. You're full of surprises. I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. And what I like about you is also is, you know, I, I'm not going to go there, and I could, but I'm not going to go there. But I do love the fact, I just remember being in, in Alpine Stars, you go, my sister's coming. I love my sister. You, you'll, you, you're going to love my sister. And you were so right. Because, you know, you introduced us in Valencia, and we were inseparable. Yeah. And, I, and I mean, I love your sister. And the coolest thing about it is you're a woman of your word because – you have a tattoo that says little sis and she has a tattoo that says yeah. big sis on your bodies. And honestly, that to me is nothing but love. And the fact that I had both of you on this show and both of you are trying to be forces in, in the motorsports world and, and just, and, and also the esports world, you know, we're gonna talk about that, but in the esports world. And I think that is what you do and what you're doing, and the fact that it's it's the women's women's history. What is it, Malik? Women's history sport. What, what is it? What is it? Malik? It's National Women's Month. Yes, National Women's Month. So it's it's apropos that I have you on the show, and for what you're trying to do with women in motorsports, I I can't understand how much I love what you're doing, and you're doing it with style and grace as only you can do. Because when you meet you, like you said, you have that welcoming personality but it's also a, a, a personality of respect that I love and I love that you're trying to get women in the paddock and you made me think in a way I didn't think when you said I want to see women mechanics and I go why didn't I think that women could be mechanics it's, I mean it's something that's so simple but yet you said it and it made me go whoa and so it's just I just love that and I love talking, you know, I could talk motorsports all day, but yes, man, you made me think a different way coming into this. So I want to thank you for that. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. It's little, th- it's little things like that that make the difference. You know what I mean? Okay. And, and so that's what I want to see you succeed so much in this. And I want to see even more diversity in a paddock. And, like, and, I'm, and I'm not even downgrading the paddock. And I want people to know that the MotoGP paddock has been nothing but great. I mean, great is an understatement to me. That nothing but welcoming and, and, and just great people. But it could be even better. Like you said, I just want to see a woman as a mechanic. And I never yeah. thought that until talking to you. And I mean that. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you for. I mean, thank you. For, have you seen the new? Have you seen the new uh, uh, Drive to Survive on, on Netflix? It just came uh, out. Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's. I watched. Yeah. I watched oh. the first episode last night, and I immediately thought of you because last night I was going through my questions. I was like, man, I want to. You know, I want it to be good, and and you know, I want to find out more about you, and and like I said, I want to be respectful, but yet and still, you know, I know you, so it's we have that kind of yeah. commonality. So, and I was doing, it, and I was thinking of you when I watched it. You know, to see the the women principals in the show. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I I, I know what I'm gonna do tonight. Then watch the F one. No, thank you. And before we get out of here, I want to ask you, since you know a lot about Supercross, who's the best Supercross racer of all time, in your opinion? Ha. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Ha. It's a difficult one for me. Um, I'm 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 a bit in the middle between Jeremy McGrath and uh, Ricky Carmichael. Yeah, so. I think I got to go with Supercross. I got to go with McGrath. I got to go with McGrath. Uh, yeah. M- McGrath yeah. was just I mean I, he, I don't know if he invented the whip, but man, <laughs> uh, but he he was something. I mean, he, what he did was man. He I think he revolutionized the sport. I mean, granted, I love what James did. But man, he and McGrath actually, but McGrath just had that flair and that style that was, I mean, he kind of bought it into the forefront with the, the, I mean, I don't know if you remember the commercials he did, you know, and, and everything. He was, he was on the Tonight Show. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. All that. So, yeah. So, uh, you know what? I didn't, I didn't ask you this. Okay. The best F1 racer of all time, in your opinion, best F1 racer of all time, in your opinion, in your opinion. Yeah. Well, uh, I think um, I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm very. Uh, you know, it's difficult because 
Uh, give me an answer. Don't you say, don't, no, don't you stand on the corner. You give me an answer. Give me that Italian passion. Okay. I give you an answer, but uh, let me say that I also, uh, I, I really appreciate what Louis Hamilton is doing. Okay. I think I'm gonna go with Ayrton Senna. Ah, great choice! Look at you. Yes, Ayrton Senna. I still remember that race in Monte Carlo when in Monaco. How he drives, how he changed gears, and I'm just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think I'm gonna go with him. Here's how great he is. There's a song, and I and I even downloaded the song, but I don't know the artist. It's just one of the songs that sounded good. But at the very end, they have. Uh, Ayrton Senna is talking. It's a rap song, and you're jam- But at the very end, he's talking, and he's like, he's like, tell- I have a feel for the car. I know where the push to And it's like, you know, it's him. And there's just something about him. You know, they say, guy, people had that it, and he had that it. And it's just like, yeah. And you watch it, and I love watching greatness. I don't care what sport it is. When you watch yeah. greatness, you have it. It just takes you to a certain place, and you have to watch with your mouth agape, like, "Oh my God!" And he had oh, that, yeah. and he definitely yeah. had that. You know, what I mean, understand everything about the car, like the feeling of the steering wheel and everything. It was just like amazing, and to me. That's what, like, wow, how could he do that, you know? Yeah, that's greatness. Okay. So before we get out of here, what is your passion, your passion other than motorsports? Other than motorsports. What is and your... other than shoes. <laughs> other than shoes and motorsports. What is your passion that, that makes you go, oh, you know? Um, horses. I like to ride horses a lot. I like to be uh, with animals. In the, I mean, I have two dogs. I know. And I like to be in the nature and, uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, ride horses and, and uh, yeah, enjoy my time. I feel like I'm, when I'm on top of the horse and I'm, I'm, I'm riding with him, it's just like uh, freedom. Yeah. Well, th- there you go. I mean, that's, yeah. it's like the same as, like, for me, when I'm on a motorcycle and I'm riding down the highway or anywhere, especially on the highway because you get that, you know, free ride. You don't get stopped by the stoplights and you're just yeah. in that zone. And the same for me when I ride a bicycle, I'm out in the country and I got my earbuds yeah. in and it's just that ride where you just, you're in it and it's you and, and that passion, man. Like you, it's the freedom, you know, you get yeah. that wind and you're just, just in. Don't think you know. about anything else. Yes. It's just, it's just like, wow, this is, this is freedom. Yes. This is, where I should be right now. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Yeah. Actually, that that passion came out very late, and uh, I was already twenty when I when I started to ride. But uh, and unfortunately for for the work, it's not always easy. Uh, even because I move around a lot. But um, but yeah, I love it. Okay. <laughs> in five years, yeah. in five yeah. years, where do you want to be in five years from now? Where or what? Where, what, and in five years, what do you want to be doing? Where do you want to be? Everything. I, I, I want, well, what I want to do is try to, um, I mean, uh, be successful in the motorsport world as a woman, even more than what I'm doing now. I will always try to push because of the, the value that I have and yes. because of what we discussed today. Right. And then... Um, Maybe see a family. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Is, is that a big, yeah. but is that a big priority or is it something that, I mean, is it something you really want or is it something you feel like you have to do because maybe you feel that, that peer pressure? Because sometimes I think people do things because they feel like everybody else is doing it, So I have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, no, no. it's not my case. Otherwise I, have, uh, I would have done it already. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually would like, uh, to have a family because I think that that's uh, also a big value in life okay. and and the love is what um, actually stays in your life forever yes. Yes. so so yeah so um, I would like to to do that uh, but there must be the good the good you know the, the the good moment to do it it's not just because I have to or right we'll see Right. Yes. You gotta let it play out like that. Kind of let, let life yeah. kind of play out like that. Would you rather live Italy or the USA? 
I'm not sure about the USA. I know. I, I'm not sure about the USA. <laughs> Europe, yes. Europe, yes. I would like to to move around a little bit. Okay. Yeah, Italy. Well, I'll tell you what. If you ever want to come to the United States, you have a place to stay. If you ever come to Indy, you're going to watch the Indy Supercross. You, you can save money on a hotel. I mean, we have an extra room is what I'm saying. We have an extra and, room. And the Ferrari. And the <laughs> <laughs> And the Ferrari, yes. And the Ferrari, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But same to you, huh? If you want to come to Italy, you know you have a place to stay. Well, as we oh. were talking, I actually made the reservation, so I will be there in about uh, seven hours, so make sure you're at the airport to pick me up. And okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. It has been a pleasure talking to you. She is, uh, you're with, uh, uh, what's the name of your management company again? Neox Management. Neox Management. And also she was uh, the co-founder of E-Night e Esports. In it. In it. In it. I, I couldn't pronounce it. So thank you for that. In it Esports. And that is beautiful, by the way. If you guys get a chance, you got to go. If you're into Esports, it is awesome. It's, it's fantastic if you ever get a chance. You can follow her on Instagram at ddbow. Uh, on Instagram, and trust me, this woman is a great, a mover and a shaker in motorsports. I'm not saying it because she's here. I'm saying it because it's the truth. Her and her sister, Steffi Bow, are trying to get more women involved in motorsports, and I could not be happier. And it has always been a pleasure to know you and now to talk to you on the show. It has been my pleasure, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for watching. Please follow her at Dee Bow on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And like I said, around this time. Peace.